Hi, wonderful people. Welcome back to Kweshunga. My name is Penelope Sanyu. I am your beautiful host. Yes, I am your beautiful host. And I am super, super, super. I say I'm super excited every week and I do not see the excitement from you guys. But I am grateful for you. I am grateful that you've taken the time to stop and watch all these episodes that we bring to you. I am excited and grateful that you take the time to comment and leave uh, suggestions in the comments. I am glad that you're doing that. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Kweshunga is a space that's reclaiming play as a way of life and therefore we are here to share stories to inspire you to live a full authentic life and also to play. Life is too serious. You need to loosen up and play a bit. Now, last week we started a journey on grief. Uh, we're talking about, you know, grief and the different spaces there are. And I introduced you to a very beautiful lady called Kecho who runs The Vessel Is Me and that space that holds pain for people and helps them deal with that grief. This week, we are spicing things up a little bit because I found someone who's not afraid to talk about miscarriages. Yes, you heard me right. We're talking about grief in the form of miscarriages. And so I am not going to even waste any more time talking much about this because I'm not an expert on this. I don't think she's an expert on this, but her story will help us understand what miscarriages are, why they happen, how they happen, and what we can do while we are going through the grief of having miscarriages. So welcome with me, my beautiful guest today, Julie. You're welcome you. to question. Thank you so much. I Annie. am super excited to be seated next to you because usually I see you from a distance yes. and now <laughs> the proximity is a good thing. Who is Julie? What does Julie do? How is Julie who she is, right. and what makes Julie different from everything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do I start? Well, my name is Juliet mm -hmm. Seguani. Mm -hmm. Some people call me Jules. I hope it's okay <laughs> to call you Jules because... <laughs> I always say, by the time you call me Jules, then you really know me. Now that so, I have hosted you, I really know you, so I can call you Jules. By the end of the show, you yes. might be calling me Jules. Okay. <laughs> and I am Juliet mm -hmm. Seguani. I am a wife. Mm -hmm. I am a property manager, so I manage properties and I enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. I am a mentor. Okay. I like to dabble in organizing spaces. Ah, nice. <laughs> so I enjoy We have them. something in common. <laughs> I love traveling. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love traveling. I have really pretty much traveled a lot of different places. Okay. Even ended up leaving, living in South Korea ah. for about a year teaching English, but wow. I really wanted to travel. So everything yeah. always comes back full circle okay. to travel. Okay. Um, and I'm a recent author. I wrote a book. I'm broken. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the book I wrote. And for me, that is the, the thing that has helped me to discover my purpose and okay. why I'm here. Okay. It hasn't been a journey of like joy but I am so happy I can speak into this journey of miscarriage, yeah. as you have mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh, and my book is really about finding peace and hope. How do you find peace and hope through miscarriage? Mm -hmm. I, um, I don't want to say a victim. I have gone through 
miscarriage and not mm -hmm. just one, several miscarriages. Okay. So I would be uh, someone that would say, okay, I have had recurrent miscarriages and that's when you have miscarriages mm -hmm. more than two, one three or times. Two times yeah. But I'm still here and I'm still standing. So <laughs> yes. Yes, how you am are. I, how, how have I been able to do that? And honestly, I don't, I don't think me physically myself would have been able to do it yeah. without the support of my husband, mm -hmm. family. Family has rallied behind me. Yeah. God, my go-to person is yeah. definitely, you know, just being in prayer. That's the where I find mm -hmm. the peace. Mm -hmm. That's where I find just, you know, what do I do? I mean, of course, you go through the grief process. Yes. Grief process, meaning there's several processes. First is shock and denial because you're just thinking, what? This can't be happening. I know. What, what, why what's would happening it happen? to me? Yeah. Then you go through anger, like, okay, why is it me out of all the people yeah. that it's happening yeah. to me? Yeah. And then you go into bargaining, like, okay, maybe it was because I I did something wrong. Yes, or I, wasn't I was eating right. Yeah, I wasn't eating I wasn't right. What did well. I do wrong? Yeah. So you're bargaining. You're coming like, up with trying all to find out justification. Yes. And then in that bargaining, then you end up going into depression and sadness. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not for me. It wasn't going into a deep depression. But of course, there's that overwhelming sadness around you because you're thinking, why, why, why me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to why me? And then you go into acceptance, yeah. not acceptance that, okay, I'm okay with, with the fact that I yeah. went through it, yeah. but how do I carry on? Yeah. And that's what broken, unbroken, unbroken is about, mm -hmm. is how do, where, how do you pick up those broken pieces? Now that you're, you're trying to hope yeah. again, yeah. you know, try to find peace in what you're going through, how do you pick up the broken pieces? I, I think that, that for me, so, so I'm, I'm glad that we're even talking about the book, but, but before we get deeper into the mm. book, one of the things I want to thank you for is for the courage, even mm. just sitting here next mm. to me to share your story. I know that some of these things, things like miscarriages are very personal, deeply mm. personal, deeply private matters. And so thank you for choosing to share your story mm. with us because mm. I know there are so many young women out there who are probably going through miscarriages and, and recurrent ones and you have no one to talk about it with. You don't even know how to mm. talk about it. And you're going through the different stages. So mm. having someone who can relate with yes. you is, is like a good thing. And I hope that by the time we are done having this conversation, someone out there will know that it's not my fault. It's mm. not my fault and it's okay. It, it, it's not okay right now, but it has happened. And mm. I need to pick myself up and find mm. a way to move. Mm. The journey to the book. Yes. Because that's where it all started. It mm. starts with you, the person. Mm. Tell me about your marriage, before the marriage, <laughs> your marriage. Because, you know, as, as young women, yes. you have all these dreams. And as little girls, you start out, you know, thinking, mm, I'm going to grow up. I'm going yes. to marry a good, rich, handsome yes. man. <laughs> I'm going to have these beautiful babies. And then life begins to happen. So just just take us a bit about your backstory, mm. uh, like through the transitions mm. from, from school, then you get married, mm. then you start trying to have babies intentionally, yes. and then the miscarriages begin to happen. Then what? Right. Yeah. So as I said, I like traveling. <laughs> yes. So it's always about, okay, I want to do as much travel mm -hmm. <laughs> before I get married. Yeah. And, you know, into my 30s. I, I, I studied in the U.S., mm -hmm. <laughs> so I went to high school in the U.S., okay. 
went to university. So most of my growing up years was, were in the US, of, oh, yeah. as well as Kenya the, the earlier years. So going into into the US, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't get that pressure about, okay, you're 30. Yes. You need to go get <laughs> to married. Get married. Your spouse? <laughs> and my parents were so gracious. My mm -hmm. parents are, are very free about anything. And yeah. they're just always like, oh, if you want to travel, that's okay. Be you. you know, Be I'm the you. oldest of, of uh, six. Uh -huh. So my siblings are getting married. Uh, my brother's getting married. You know, and they, I know like, everyone's looking at you like, <laughs> what about you? Aunties and uncles are just thinking, yeah. okay, so what's going on? You know, so of course, there's always that, you know, hey, you know, your daughter, other outsiders. Other people are bringing concern, the pressure on, yes. But my, my family and my parents were just like, hey, you know, you want to do your thing. And I felt like, I wasn't so like, okay, run to the yeah, aisle. Because yeah. I also saw that a lot of people, I mean, as you know, US, 50% You're running ends to, up in exactly, divorce. Yes. And I always thought, okay, I don't want to end for up myself. in divorce. I want to find True. the right person. True. Well, the right person didn't come until I was about 39, in almost 40, mm -hmm. which it didn't scare me. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to have babies. Me, yeah. You know, you never go into marriage thinking that. I you know, found a wonderful man who I met mm -hmm. in the US. Mm -hmm. He's Ugandan as well, which was, yeah. you know, like, icing on the cake that, okay you know he's from the same background and but lived in in the u.s as well mm -hmm. but we you know we got married came back home to get married went back to the u.s so in that hustle and, and yeah. bustle i mean of course the first year you're just thinking you just want to you know have fun mm -hmm. and, and not really rush rush into yeah. things so a year into i got married at around 39 a year into it, is trying to get pregnant, and we couldn't get pregnant, mm -hmm. at least for one year. Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't really scared. I was just like, okay, you know, like it's it just happened. a bit of time. We're excited or exactly. we're just like, it will work. It will work out. Yes. Yeah. So then we got pregnant. Of course, we're excited. We're calling parents. Yeah. Everyone, everyone who wants to know. Hey, you know, guess what? We're pregnant. Of course, hey, Julie's pregnant. Everyone and, you is know. excited. So, of course, in that excitement, you're doing, you know, all the, trying to scale down with work, trying to make sure you're, that doing, you're doing the things right. by the book because exactly. you know it's got to be right. So then, going through the pregnancy, everything's going well. Preparing for the baby mm -hmm. at 18 weeks. I I remember it was like an evening. Yeah. And then I don't know anything about it. Like my water breaks. I didn't know it was my water breaking. And then I'm thinking, okay, this is not good. This is 18 weeks. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my gosh, let's go to, to the emergency room. It's evening. Our doctors, you know, in the U.S., mm -hmm. it's not like your doctor. You don't have, you're not able to call your doctor right yeah. away. So you have to, you know, I think we text our doctor and then he said, just go to the emergency room. So we go to the emergency room and they're looking for the heartbeat and they can't find the heartbeat. You know, but in all that, you're just thinking, hmm. Maybe you're, you're, yeah, like, your mind is again. not taking you to the worst because yes. you're optimistic that you know it was, and then the technician out. is kind of not saying anything. She's yeah. just, but you can tell from her mannerisms, like okay, this is not good. Yeah. So then all of a sudden she's just kind of like you know shaking her head. I'm just thinking, what's going what's on? What's going on? And you know, me. so if, yeah. you know, obviously the the sad thing was okay. You know, she finally had to say okay. You know, we can't see the heartbeat. And then my husband and I were like. What? Like, did he, she, did she did just, she say, just that? say that? <laughs> so in all that, you're just trying oh to gather goodness. all your, like, you know, so you're just like, what? So then, because we ha it was evening, it was nighttime, so you have to go back home. So now you're going back home, you're just thinking, okay, what's going on? 
You know, so that emotion, you're just thinking, oh my gosh. So then, of course, you know, my husband's there. We just, and I remember the first thing we did was pray. Yeah. And, you know, he was just like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So we called my doctor. So the next day, he does, you know, the DNC. I, I get admitted, do the DNC. just means that you clean you up, yeah. take the fetus yeah. out and stuff like that. Oh, and it was okay. just, you know, going back home the next couple of days was just like, okay, this, this did is not it. just happen. <laughs> Then having to call your parents yeah. and your family, that was like, oh my gosh. My mom's like, what? My dad, my dad, everybody's just yeah. thinking, oh, no, 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 you're so far away from everyone. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, you're not sure what to do. So in all that, that's when I'm like, okay, God. Yeah. Because I remember the first thing we did with my, my husband was yeah, pray. pray. Yeah. And then we're just like, okay, we don't understand this, but God, you know. And, you know, through, and someone can be like, okay, how can you get through something? And again, it's going through the, the process, yeah. the, the grieving yeah. process, and it looks different for everyone. Yeah. So then we just kind of were like, okay, it's not like we're going to try again. So we were just like, okay, let's just, you know, have memory of our, our baby who we had named. Mm -hmm. she, she was a girl. And we're like, oh, baby Abigail. We already had the name. So we, we just had, you know, some mementos of her and, just kind of, you know, try to go through the process. Isn't that, so, so let me just stop you there because you said something important that I want to pick up on. Uh, you said remembering your baby. Mm. And, and, and I know that for so many people, it's, it's harder to keep the memories. Yes. I want to forget. I want mm. to be, I, I just, I don't want to remember this. This is painful mm. uh, going through it. I don't want to relieve them memory by keeping something so you named this child mm. you named abigail and you you embraced abigail mm. even though abigail exactly. did not come to life uh, t t tell us about that why why is it important to remember why is it important to name why is it important to hold that memory right yeah it's it's different for everyone penny I yeah. feel like some people don't want to have any sort of yeah. remembrance. They yeah. just want to, okay, I want to move on. I don't want to, to have to remember the baby. Yeah. So I feel like it's something, it's, it's different for everybody. But we felt like because it was the first, yes. we felt like, okay, it was important for us to kind of have, you know, that memory of her. Um, and it was like in form of, okay, the first sonogram, the first yeah, scan, yeah, frame it. Yeah. We had a nice Bible verse, you know, before I knew you, yes, before I formed you, I knew you. And for us, that was, was the remembrance. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to, you know, have like some sort of ceremony. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> for us, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, we wanted just like a, um, a, a photo or something like that to just help us to get through that process. Yes. Yeah. Now, did, I mean, the next year, I was like, okay, you know, put it away. But you still have that you, remembrance. Of course, of course. You know, because then it, for, we didn't, I didn't want to dwell on, okay, you know, now I feel stuck because I'm just dwelling on what could have been, what couldn't have been. Yeah. Um, so it was just my, pro my way of, of moving on, not moving on from not remembering yeah. her, but now moving on to, you know, more, you know, trying again, yeah. which we ended up yeah. having doing actually in the same year okay and then we lost the baby again but oh now it's at God. six weeks and now it's like you're a bit numb 
Yeah. You know, because you're just thinking, okay, this, this, can't, this can't be happening be. again. Like earlier, this? earlier weeks, yeah. but same, same process. So it gets to the point where you're just thinking, okay, something, you know, and, and you feel like you're really hard on yourself because, you know, and, and you have your support, you have your husband. Yeah. yeah. But Thank God I have my husband, <laughs> husband and my family. Yeah. And, you know, and one thing is, I, I always knew in the back of my mind that miscarriage is not anyone's fault. Yeah. For some reason yeah. or another, the baby doesn't make it. Um, usually it's about up until 20 weeks. That's when yeah. you, you want to be, you know, really cautious and, and, and making sure that, you know, hopefully once you get over that hurdle of the 20 weeks, then, you know, it's not smooth sailing, yeah. but it's a bit better. So at six weeks, you're still trying to find out. But one thing we found out, for me, remember, I got married at 39. Yes, yes. So my doctor always said, you know, when you have babies, there's chances that the baby would have some sort of genetic problems. Mm -hmm. So we did tests on the first baby and the second baby, and both had genetic, genetic um, chromosomal issues. Mm -hmm. So the, the first baby would not have survived. Mm -hmm. If they would have survived, they would have been disabled. Mm -hmm. And then the second one also had a chromosomal issue. Mm -hmm. So already we were getting answers yeah. from that. Yeah. And, and not like closure, but just understanding. Yes. Yes. So then we were like, okay, so next time we have a baby, we will we just do tests. To, yes. Because you can do that yes. there. You know, I'm not saying, I don't know if we can do it here in Uganda, but you mm -hmm. can actually test the fetus before, or the baby born. rather, before you give birth. So that was now our mission. We're like, okay. Let's try we have again. Options. Yes, we <laughs> which have you know, it almost becomes it's not obsessive, but it yeah. almost becomes okay. Now that I know what I know with the two, let's keep going, because now time's not against us. But now we are realizing that you know we need to to move fast. Mm -hmm. So we try the third time. We do everything properly. Do the test. The baby's fine. No chromosomal issue. Um, but still, okay. The doctor had said, okay, you might have like an incompetent cervix, which the cervix is not able to hold the baby. To hold, and, you know, yeah. at a certain, about 20 weeks, yeah. you, you know, have miscarriages. So I'm like, okay, which is it? You never, there's never any conclusive yeah. point of what, what it is. So we go through again, 17 weeks, and then it just happens. Water breaks. Now I'm <sighs> thinking, okay, what's going on? The, the baby this was the fine. Third, yes. And, now, and is it incompetent cervix? Is it, what is it? You don't, you never know. Don't have you don't know. I, 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 you know? Oh my goodness. So it's just like that anxiety. Cause now you're thinking, okay, if I try again, it's maybe just going to be, it yeah. will work. Maybe it yeah. won't work. But yeah. that anxiety of, of like every time feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm probably going to miscarry. You know, it's almost like a mental Oh, Julie, thing. I feel like hugging you right you know? now. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm. I'm so sorry. It's, 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 you know, sometimes you hear the stories and, and you're like, oh, it, 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 it happens. Mm. And then hearing the story mm. with this kind of proximity yes. is even just shattering my heart. I, I don't... I, you you mentioned something about a support system mm. and you said parents you know i i, I and, and your husband is not here to speak for himself yeah. but just just tell us a bit about your relationship in that time because mm. three miscarriages is is not small mm. it's not a small thing yeah. 
you're both dealing with different mm. emotions. You're mm. both healing differently. You're both going through so much. What toll did that have on your marriage, right. if at all? Mm. And 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 maybe it brought you closer. Maybe mm. it it there, there were moments where you were apart, but. Just, just share a bit, if you don't mm. mind, what, what that meant for your marriage mm. and also a bit about what it meant for your faith. Right. Because usually, you know, like in the book of Job, mm. when, when things happen that we've, we've trusted God for mm. and they're going a different way, it's very mm. easy to question God and be mm. like, you know, no, look, mm. I'm done with you right now. Mm. Uh, how, how did your faith survive right. and how did your marriage survive right. these right. multiple miscarriages right yeah uh, i'm so grateful for the the positive side about waiting yeah. <laughs> until i found the right partner yeah because for me that's so important mm -hmm. and if anything i would say you know when you have a, a good support system especially your partner your spouse yeah because my husband was there, I mean, one of the things I, I talk about in the book is that how each of us grieve differently yes, as partners. Mm -hmm. And as women, we, we of course, we're like, oh, you know, like everything shows on the outside. But thank God for a partner who is also not breaking down like I am. Yeah. Because then he's, I'm looking at him like for my strength. rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, honey, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. he's, he's just like this rock, like... You know, you're able to just cry. You're yeah. able to tell yeah. him anything. And he's probably crying too. But crying he's inside, but like, he doesn't want to show you. Yeah. But, you know, he grieves too. And that's the thing I say about, you know, they, partners grieve differently. But sometimes partners or spouse, they want to be, you know, alongside you to to hold you as, as you grieve. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he didn't grieve as well. Yeah. But, you know, it was different. Different times, it looked differently. Our, our way of, of supporting each other was prayer, yeah. us opening up and talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, how do you feel about it? You know, and just really having those... those the honest conversations. Honest conversations. Yeah. And sometimes those conversations are not there, but just knowing that he's there yeah. and you're able to just call him. And yeah. he would send you a message. He would write me notes. Like before he oh, went to, to so work, sweet. hey, you know, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I can't wait until, you know, um, the bait, you know, we'll try again or something like that. Yeah. And for me, that was great support. Yeah. Sending me flowers <laughs> to work and just, I love flowers. yeah, just and letting, exactly, so and just letting me know sweet. that, you know, hey, I'm <laughs> thinking of you, you know, especially, you know, going back to work after yeah. this very devastating yeah. time yeah. is, you know, hey, you know, I'm here as your support. For me, you know, that was, good enough for mm -hmm. me to be like okay well you know I'm, I feel supported yeah. I feel loved and at any one time I didn't feel like okay I don't even know you know about I don't myself. have an anchor I yeah. don't know I have an anchor and then support system of family I mean my all our family members are scattered my yeah. parents were here in Uganda my my sisters you know living in another country yeah. and just calls hey you know Jules we're thinking about you mm -hmm. you know how are you doing how's Steve yeah. That constant reminder that your family is there. You're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. And then my, my husband's side of the family as well. So it's just like this inundating yeah. of, of messages. Because for me, getting out of that, process, that grief process or that depression or that sadness, mm -hmm. that's what you need to yeah. sort of anchor you. You know, I'm not one to cower and just be like, okay, yeah. I'm going to do nothing. I'm just going to close the curtains. Mm -hmm. I, 
I don't know how to do that. And maybe it's that strong, yeah. per, you know, a person in me which just says, okay. And then it comes to, to God is really just honestly just taking time with God and mm -hmm. just saying, okay, I don't know what th this is, but you know. And, and my favorite verse is, is Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, mm -hmm. trust in the trust Lord and lean on, 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 on your understanding, understanding because yeah. my understanding is not making sense right mm -hmm. now. So I'm leaning onto God. I'm, I'm anchoring myself onto God. And that was like daily, you know, affirmations as well, mm -hmm. which I also have in the book of, of prayers, of, of things that I'm actually going through. Mm -hmm. And my favorite, the favorite, the thing that my mom says the most don't worry, Jules, or Julie, she calls me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How old was Sarah? Don't worry, don't worry, yeah. you know. And, and it's just that, that reminder that yeah. your parents are like, you know, behind you. My dad included, he's yeah. just the biggest support. Yeah. And for me, it just became this huge support network mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, we're in this together and we're going to yeah. go, go, yeah. go at it together, which then was, okay, Instead of being in the U.S., I know it's very stressing there. Yeah. Maybe you should come, come back. Come home. Come home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, just come home. Next pregnancy, you mm -hmm. just relax. You don't yeah. have to work. You know, you work, but, but not, not as much crazy. as, you know, it's not the expectation of time. Yeah, and, and we were ready to come home. So okay. then we decide, okay, let's go home. Come home to family. Yeah. And to me, that was then now another phase. Yeah. Remember, I said it was recurrent miscarriages. Yes. So them being there, because now you, by you're, the third you're one, you're just mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, anything you're happens even afraid after this, to try. you're very afraid yeah. to try. And when you do get pregnant, it's just this fear like every day you. you're constantly holding exactly. on to the thread. You go to literally. the doctor, it's like, doctor, is everything okay? Yeah. You go anyway, it's like, okay, I shouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. And it became like a constant reminder of what, what was before. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those things where like, okay, focus, God, <laughs> trust in God, yes. be not on, you, you know, because that's how he, you get through, you know, despite, yes, you have the support, mm -hmm. but now your, your private time, your yeah. time by yourself yeah. is when, you know, mentally you're thinking, ah, I don't know, can I do this? Can I do this again? And going into, into, another pregnancy and now we're like okay we're just gonna cross our teeth yeah. dot our eyes yeah. we're gonna get Make the sure stitch is, there's a yeah. stitch you get before yeah. before um before the 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 i mean you know during the miscarriage mm -hmm. and you know it's it's a it's a stitch to hold your your your, your, cervix, your cervix so it doesn't because mm -hmm. now we said okay it's incompetent cervix maybe that that's it the the testing of the of the baby we don't know because mm -hmm. we don't know if we can do it here mm -hmm. but let's just go with that the stitch. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you talk and I, I feel, I'm feeling so many mm. things and I'm sure that even the people that are watching us are going through the many emotions mm. and, and, and I just want to talk about the redemption. Mm. How, how did you get out of that place? Because mm. I know eventually, you know, mm. God comes through and mm. even when you're not sure he will, mm. it, there's, there's, there's this hope that you have carried. You're, mm. You are very, yes. <laughs> you're, you're a woman of faith. I yes. am sitting here thinking there's no way I would be questioning so many things. Yes. But, but uh, uh, just, just how, how, how are you now? How are you healing? Mm. 
and how are you healing others because mm. i know this book is one of the offerings yes. in in on the journey to heal other people yes. our stories are not ours to hoard and put in a, they're ours to put out there and help so many other people i i just want to 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 hear a bit about how you're healing mm. Um, how you and your partner are healing mm. and and how you're you're helping um other young women cope and and deal with this journey of of grief because grieving doesn't stop mm. i know that even today there you know you stop the crying but the grief mm. is a continual thing Definitely. sometimes it hits you mm. unexpectedly and 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 every day you need different tools mm. to heal so mm. How how are you coping now? Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I could write a book, which I do. Right? <laughs> we'll need another book. Uh. <laughs> and 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 you know, I was just talking about the so the fourth the fourth miscarriage. The, well, there was a fourth miscarriage after the the stitches. It didn't work. It didn't now work. It was yeah. in hospital. Um, my life's in danger. So at that point, life is in danger because I ended up bleeding, yeah. over bleeding, yeah. to the point where I was supposed to get my uterus out. Oh my god! So now those decisions, like what uterus? Like take her uterus. I'm never going to have a have baby. A child. Yeah. But you know, having that tough decision, and my husband being asked by the doctor, "What should we do? What Your do we wife's do? going mm-hmm. to die if you don't make a decision." Now that's he's just hard. like, you know, just take, you know, just do whatever you have to do to save my wife's life. Um, and then my mom, the prayer warrior, was just praying, mm-hmm. praying. Long story short, I didn't have to take my uterus out. I did have the miscarriage, but, I mean, the, the DNC, but um, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, God really has a purpose yeah, for me. Yeah, you have a plan. Mm. He has a plan for me. And and I just need to be hopeful and I need to be... To trust that yeah, it will work out. Yeah. But in the meantime, in the waiting, really, what can I do? And that's when, you know... I was like, okay, you know, putting it in a book because I didn't have that resource yeah. when I was going through this. Uh, you know, you go on, on Google and it's telling There's you so many things. something's happening. You need to go to the hospital. You know, Google, you don't want yeah. to, to consult Google yeah. sometimes when you're going through these things. Yeah. But you needed a once, you know, like a something to show you, okay, what exactly, what emotions do you go through? Yeah. How do you cope? How do you even tell others? Yeah. How do you deal with insensitive? People Comments, asking yes. you why you haven't had babies. So for me, I, I just purpose, okay, I'm, God's walking with me. Yeah. I have my big support network yeah. and that's enough for me. So, but I was like, oh, you know, writing the book, I tried to find out, is, is there even a, a support group? Yeah. So that's when I came across Denise mm-hmm. <laughs> with Vessel is Me. Yes. And for me, it was like, with my mom, we were like, okay, this is perfect. This is it. We can yeah. go and talk. I didn't want to write a book and just put it on the shelf. And, you know, life goes on. Mm-hmm. I knew that this book was purposeful and it wanted, you know, God wants me to, to go out and tell my story, mm-hmm. but also help others to maneuver. It's going to look different for yeah. everybody. Yeah. But how do you even understand? I mean, in, in a culture you, you, where we are so silent about everything. How do you know what's going on? How do you know what's going on? you confide in people? Yeah. And how do you get that support? And if you don't have a supportive family Mm -hmm. and spouse like you did, then what? You're doomed. Yeah. But there's always other support networks. Your friends, your church. Church is really big support for me. But, you know, how do you get those people to rally around you? Because I always knew I didn't want to be okay, I'm just going to be behind closed doors because mm-hmm. I felt like that is not, my, that's not what God wants me to do. Because mm-hmm. in all things, he never leaves us nor forsakes yeah. us. So yeah. that's what I always used to say. Yeah. 
I mean, God, you didn't leave me. You haven't forsaken me. Yeah. Maybe parenting is going to be different yeah. for me. You know, and that acceptance. That you're still here. But yeah. if, if the baby comes, then it will come and yeah. then it will be joyful. Yeah. So that I've been able to parent my nieces, yeah. like my yeah. husband's um, family, family, the, the, the nephews and nieces. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing that I have a big, a big purpose as well. But I'm also hopeful that I'm going to, we're going to have a baby one yeah. day. Yeah. Maybe we won't, maybe we will. But I mean, if we don't, it's not the it's end of no the world. End of the world. So then yeah. I say, well, you know, I just affirmed to myself through the word yeah. that, you know, this is not the end of your story. Yeah. You have so much more you can give. So partnering up with Denise mm -hmm. was like a blessing in disguise because yeah. I was just like, I can tell my story. Of course, as you tell your story, these memories so many, also yes. keep coming of up. Because you kind of like not shelved it, but you've put it aside, and then now you're just like, oh, did I you're reawakening the pain. Yeah, you are re re reawakening the pain where you feel like, wow, how did I even? How get did I survive? Yeah, and when you tell the story, people are just like, what? And you're still like standing. You're still. Have a That's exactly what's going are on in serious? my mind right now. I'm like, <laughs> who are you and how do you have all this grace? But yeah. But you know, I mean, God gives us the grace. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He gives us the grace. And the more I was in the word, I mean, it's just intentional, just being in the word and being, I mean, really. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like, I don't even know how I would survive. So for me now, it's a place of peace, yeah. a place of hope. Yeah. And, you know, a place of giving back and helping others to understand that this is not the end of your story. Yeah. It's not yeah. who you are. Yeah. It's not your fault. Because a lot of people think just it, think, yeah, you just okay, I'm not yourself. enough, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm not enough. And, and really, you, we are enough. Yeah. We just, you know, we're angel moms, as they say. Yes. We yes. have our angel babies. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you're not broken. You know, I didn't even have any thought okay what's the title of the book mm -hmm. it was unbroken yeah. because i was thinking okay you're not broken yeah internally you're you feel complete. broken you yeah. might feel yeah. broken but, you but you're, not. you're not broken you know so i mean for me it's been a journey mm -hmm. it's been a, a support system mm -hmm. it's been god it's been church mm -hmm. and it's just been per being purposeful and giving back mm -hmm. and paying uh, you know just paying it forward yeah, yeah paying it forward and just saying hey if i knew what i knew when i was going through this and I can give back to other people, then that, I mean, for me, <laughs> I have lived out my that's purpose. Win, I'm yes. good, you yes. know. So, I mean, and, and for me, that's that's my, my journey, you know. Wow. Yeah. I am so, I, I, <laughs> I don't have words for once in my life. I don't. So please tell us where we can find this book. And I know that you 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 can be found at Vessel, but yes. where can we get your book if we want copies of the book? And we can also find you at Vessel with me. I know that you and I are going to have more yes, conversations because I, I I totally um I'm proud of you. No, thank because you. it's oh my god. Like yeah, like I said, so many feelings, so many emotions. I can't put them in words and I know you're feeling the same out there. So I'll allow Julie to tell us where we can get her book and she will leave us with one word or two or five as as we close this but ah <laughs> yeah ah. <laughs> so my book you can find my book at uh i have it on amazon mm -hmm. i was pretty proud of the fact yeah, that it's in amazon.com Amazon. mm -hmm. it's also in a restock books mm -hmm. uh on kampala road okay and then at vessel as well it's at vessel is me 
uh, Denise, we will we'll share a contact yes. uh, where you can find it. Most, I mean, actually, that's probably the easiest place to find it right now yeah. or Kampala Road or okay. um, just on Amazon as well. And, you know, you can call me, but also, you know, Vesso is me. Yeah, and I like that well it has other... spaces to reflect and, you know, think through. So it's a very good book. Please get yourselves uh, copies and let's let's keep these conversations going. You know, I know that as Africans, we've been told some things are taboo mm. topics. You can't talk yeah. about this thing. You, you know, you deal with it quietly. You do things quietly. And I think it's time we stopped being quiet about mm. certain things because mm. so many people can learn from what we're going through and can... Uh, heal from mm. what they are dealing with. So I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us and for trusting us with your story. Mm. I know for many people, uh, they must be wondering, but how is this question? Uh, yes. it, it really is because for me, even the fact that you're able to deal with these mm. emotions, that you're mm. able to feel these emotions and still smile through mm. it is a bit, is, a, is in a way a part of question. Mm. So I'm glad that you're, you're able to look this door <laughs> and still hold a beautiful smile mm. even in the midst of this raging storm that's happening. And and I know that, like you said, there's hope, there's peace, and I wish you only the best. Mm. I, I know that we will have conversations again about this. So I am looking forward to those Thank conversations. You. Thank yes. you so Thank much. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I am so honored. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to share. And, you know, it's not every day that we share our no, stories, even no. for us who yes. go through things like yes. this. It, it, it takes that step of faith to, to share because then you're opening yourself up to all sorts of, yeah. you know, vulnerability. You're yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And some people don't know that you've gone through this. But what's the point of writing a book and then yeah. just sitting on it and not yeah. sharing? True. And for me, writing the book was, hey, you know, this is my story. And it's, it's what makes me who I am. And it's part of my, my DNA now. And, you know, I'm, I'm just hopeful. I have so much faith. Yeah. And I'm, I just, you know, want to encourage younger women. Mm -hmm. is this, you know, check now. Check. You know, check, <laughs> check now. Go through, you know, the necessary steps yeah. to make sure that you're okay. Because, you know, obviously, as, as you get older in age, yeah. from 30s, they say, um, that's when, you know, our egg quality and, and different things start happening to yeah. our bodies. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I knew that, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't want to, yeah. <laughs> to know because yeah. I was thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm just living my best life. Yeah. I'm just traveling and True. I don't need to, you know. But for me, if I would have done something differently is, is obviously, you know, be more purposeful about yeah. checking. At the time, I wasn't married, but just knowing what what some of the things that I, I would do in order to, to be able to, to go through this journey. But I feel like it's, as I said, it's not my fault. Yeah. It's just one of those things. That, but, that you know, I am so yeah. hopeful and I'm so glad I was able to tell my story on here. Because, you know, if one person, if I can affect one person's life in, through this process, yeah. Yeah. I, then I've, I've done my job. So I'm really excited. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Please leave us uh, a comment, ask a question, share what you're feeling, because right now I can't put into words the things that I am feeling, but we will be talking about grief even next week, uh, a different kind of grief. And if you're out there and you've been through this kind of grief, you're going through pain, I want to tell you that there's hope, 
and we wish you peace we send you hugs and love uh please reach out and we will be here to question go with you thank you for watching see you next week thanks to my beautiful <laughs> people at questionga my beautiful <laughs> guest and the agandi studios team for making us happen